Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode number seven of Henry's Life Lessons. First off, I just wanted to begin with thanking everybody who's been watching throughout this. Um, any new viewers? I know we've been having some people from Australia where I don't know anybody um, and other parts of the world. So I'm very thankful for everybody um, who's watching, whether you're some of my friends or um, someone who doesn't even know me. I really appreciate it. And before we jump into the actual lessons, I'm sure you guys know what it is uh, based off the title. Um, I just wanted to thank you guys and also give you guys some updates. So I was talking to a few of my friends recently and kind of thinking this myself first even. Um, where exactly do I watch most of my podcast or videos of podcasters that I like like in the beginning I always told you guys Joe Rogan is someone I like or flagrant Two with Andrew Schultz um, there's a couple of them and so even uh, what's the other one there's an investing one for real estate I've been really looking into that I think it's bigger pockets um, bigger pockets podcast or something like that also a really good one for real estate investing and I was thinking, where do I watch all these? And I realized that I actually watch most of my podcasts on YouTube. And so, and I was talking to my friend as well, and he said he hasn't really been able to listen because he keeps forgetting because uh, he's usually mostly on YouTube. And so what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try expanding. Um, I don't have a video, anything video set up yet. Um, that's why I haven't done YouTube. But I'm thinking about uh, at least expanding to YouTube as well. So any of you guys watching this episode on YouTube uh, means this was a success. Um, any of you guys watching on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, I'm so thankful for you. I'm going to continue, I hope going forward, maybe dropping it on both. So whichever is most convenient for you, you can listen to it that way. Um, I was just thinking this would help expand and grow as more, more and more episodes come out. And I, this podcast continue to grow. So that's just a little quick update on the direction all this is going. Um, but to get past that, I hope everybody else is healthy, safe during this crazy quarantine lockdown we're going through right now due to the virus. Um, here in Germany, everything is also locked down. People have been asking me, but it seems like with my work too, I speak with people all over Europe, Asia, Middle East and stuff. And it seems mostly everywhere is pretty locked down. Um, some kind of quarantine was put in place. Uh, so it seems like it's a pretty worldwide thing. It has been for a couple of weeks based off my work. I've been able to see that. I don't fully trust all the media you hear. So it's good with my job being able to talk to people from around the world. Obviously, I have friends in the States as well, so I have a good understanding. I feel like the situation, but there's a lot we don't know, um, and that's kind of why I wanted to continue creating these podcasts, like the other one, the reflecting one, um, and today's podcast, which will be about sacrifice and instant gratification. And so um, the reason, and, and these all really correlate. I mean, again, these can go back to discipline and environment because these all kind of go hand in hand. I feel like building the life you kind of want to live, all these kind of things come hand in hand. And um, that's kind of why these are the topics I'm choosing because these are the lessons I'm learning throughout the week. And I wanted to personalize something so I can actually give you guys a story about this specific topic instead of just talking about it 
where I don't know much, it's actually something this week. That's why I wanted to call this podcast Henry's Life Lessons, because these are things not only I'm trying to help teach other people and use this platform for, but these are also things that discipline the environment. All those things I've are things I've struggled with. And I've told you guys that on the previous episodes. And that's why I'm bringing them up is because I'm sure there's others who've watched this that are struggling with some of those as well because they're not the easiest thing. And so that's why I wanted to do this and continue talking about some of these as every episode I do, it helps me speak it out loud and implement it in my own life. And so, um, but that's that. So to actually get into the episode topic of sacrifice and life lessons, where that actually came from for me this week is obviously we're talking about reflecting in the last episodes. I've been doing a ton of reflecting, especially with this lockdown. Um, I'm actually finishing a water fast as well. Um, And so there's been a lot of extra time. So I've just mostly been working, reading. I've been actually detoxing from my phone as well, barely trying to use that a lot less. Um, So just trying to disconnect myself from a lot of different things. And so, and earlier this week, I think Wednesday or Tuesday, a lot of the books I ordered came in. And so that goes from, if you guys want to know, these are a lot of self-development books. So like The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, Your Money, Your Life, The 4-Hour Workweek, Ego is the Enemy, and Good to Great are the main ones. I think I have two more still coming in in my piano. Um, But the last one that I'm reading right now, along with The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, is Kobe Bryant, The Mamba Mentality. And it's it's a very large book <laughs> because there's a lot of pictures and stuff in it as well. Um, but one of the pages, he has a lot of lessons in there. And he even says that in the beginning, this isn't about just basketball. This is about life. So I, I think this isn't just for a basketball fan like myself, but I think anybody can adopt this mentality because one of the pages he talks about is just like sacrifice. And this is a man here with his mama mentality. I mean, that's that's the name of the book. And that's something so many people know, the mamba mentality because of Kobe Bryant. And it's because of the sacrificing he put in. He was talking about he would start early workouts in the book at 3 a.m. Because someone who wakes up at 6, 7, 8 a.m., they're getting their first workout at 10. Whereas he can wake up at 3, workout come home before his kids wake up, be with his kids because the two most important things was his family and his kids. He wasn't really to, he had to sacrifice obviously some things with kids to basketball, but that was one of the most important things. And he still tried getting all that time. So he worked out, came back, was with his kids, kids went to school or did whatever they needed to do. He'd go back to the gym, 10, 11, work out again. Then he'd come home. I think be home when they get home spend time with them, put them to bed, and then at night go work out again. And so through the day, because he woke up so early, he was able to get three workouts in. Whereas someone who woke up at 8, 9, didn't get to the gym until 10, 11, worked out then, they might take a rest and then work out again at night. And what he was saying is just like, yes, he maybe only got a few hours of extra work in that day than that person. But when you think about it, if he's doing that every single day over the summer during the off season, while these other players are doing one, two workouts a day, maybe, maybe sometimes three, that's a lot of extra preparation that he's getting in over everybody else. 
And, and the reason I bring that up is because that's where the sacrifice comes in. Because he said he wasn't really willing to sacrifice too much family time. So what he was sacrificing was sleep. And so I wanted to bring that up because that really hit home. Because he, the point really made it was like some people don't understand what it is to really sacrifice. And, and I think that's very, very true. Like we understand what certain levels of sacrifice are. But there's definitely levels to it. So the sacrifice he's doing, I mean, that's he's trying to become the greatest basketball of all time. That's the Mamba mentality, the killer mentality and everything. That's his drive and motivation. And that was from a young age. And he had the skill and the talent that he built through that and the natural athleticism. But a lot of things he worked on through 20 years of playing. And so, and he even came out of high school, which is kind of crazy to think about for any of you guys who don't know. He came out of high school and went straight into the NBA playing against grown men at 18 years old, or I think he even entered the league at 17 um, after he graduated. So that's just wild to think. And um, the reason I like that topic so much of sacrifice is because after reflecting so much and reading that, I was like, it is so true. And there was another person too. I, it wasn't just a mom and tell you. It was a, call, a guy called Alex Beckner or something on YouTube. And he was talking about living like a monk. He has hundreds of thousands of YouTube followers, multiple business, close to hitting uh, 100 million, I think, soon, one of his business and revenue. So, I mean, he's definitely got decent money and he lives like a monk, like a, not a minimalist, but he has very limited things. And he talked about sacrifice as well. And that's kind of where I hit home the point, like, wow, two, within like two days, I read this and then I see a video on it pop up um, on the guy YouTube channel that I follow that he posts a new one about that. And so that's why I wanted to create this podcast, because after all this reflecting and seeing what's going on with myself um, and getting a lot of clarity, especially with, like I said, detoxing a lot of things like my cell phone, detoxing from, um, for those of you guys that don't know, then this sounds kind of crazy for people who've never heard this before, but today is actually day seven of my water fast. I haven't eaten since last Sunday, Um, only been drinking water. And I feel amazing. Um, I don't feel hungry. I've been working out the last two days. I've been uh, walking two, two and a half hours and doing like little home workouts, just like I was doing when I was eating. I mean, the whole week I was working out, but last two days I've been actually going extra hard because I've had the energy. And um, there's a lot of scientific research. I'm not going to, it's not the point of this podcast to get into the water fast, but if you're interested in doing it, I would definitely recommend it, but also do a lot of your research and start smaller. So I've been doing water fasting and intermittent fasting for three, four years. And the reason I did it is kind of for a detox and reset and to kind of challenge myself as well, because I'm really going seven days without food. I've gone five before a year and a half ago or so. And that was a challenge. And um, this time I would say it was definitely a lot easier. I mean, it's not easy when, uh, when you have family who cook and stuff like that, and the whole house smells. Um, but it was a challenge and, and it opened my eyes a lot because not only with that detoxing, you obviously have a lot more time because you're, you're literally not eating any day. So think about the time you have back going grocery shopping and eating through the week. Then on top of that, detoxing your phone. So I was putting my phone on airplane mode and even turning it off and putting it in my drawer. 
um, for like most of the morning and I've been doing it quite often now actually more and more um, what else have I been doing I've been trying to play less video games I've been turning that almost completely away so and and day two of the water fast Tuesday and Thursday because I think all of this um, I've had some of the most clear work days like Tuesday and Thursday I had most energy clarity focus on work and stuff where I was just really focused and after this week reflecting all that, that's where this sacrifice I, and I really wanted to talk about on this episode because it's it's interesting to see what you can accomplish during those times like why why am I even on my phone so much like I realized when I was on my calls or something I would maybe pick up my phone just to check because there's while I'm waiting for someone to pick up um, who hasn't picked up ever before when I called them through my work. Um, I would check my phone or something, just like a quick check. But like, why, why do I do it? It's just like a subconscious movement or um, the video games or, or the eating. Like I just, I felt like the need, it was not, I'm hungry, which is, it sounds crazy for anybody who's never done a water fast. The hunger actually does not get worse. You have curves in the beginning because you're used to eating. But after, for most people, after day three, it becomes easier. Since I've done this more often, I think my body was a little more used to it. Um, but I didn't really have the hunger pains necessarily, like at least bad ones. But like I had the want of actually, you guys obviously can't see me, but actually like picking something up and putting it in my mouth. And it was just like, so it wasn't even the fact that I was like, feeling super hungry during those times but it was just the fact that I wanted to put something in my mouth because that was such a natural thing and I think where all those can kind of combine to come together is that the second part of what I was mentioning is the instant gratification so the picking up your phone and checking it consistently that's giving you a little dopamine hit the eating something whether I mean, at this point, after seven days, I'm sure anything will give me some dopamine hits. But like, I have a lot of sweet tooth and stuff. So like picking that up, it's giving me that little dopamine hit and making me feel good. That playing video games, that whatever it might be for me, it's giving me those little quick highs or those little quick hits um, as it is everybody. It's scientifically proven. Um, each person just has their own. Um, for the cell phone, I think almost 99 I don't want to go that high of a number, but at least 80, 90% of people could probably relate to that using their phone too much. Um, even with the food at times as well for some people. And so we're getting this instant gratification. And, but what is that really doing for us? I mean, what is the cell phone? Who am I really texting that's important? Like consistently, like how often sometimes I pick up my phone um, or at least used to before this week. Uh, why am I playing so much video games? What is that doing for me? I'm not becoming some professional gamer. Um, why am I eating so much junk food? That's, I know it's not healthy for my body or good for me. It's because these instant gratifications and, and that's where the sacrifice and uh, where not just Kobe was talking about it, but Alex Beckner was as well. Like It's so important because so many people strive for these these instant gratifications honest constantly every single day because that's what makes them feel good but at the end of the day 90 percent of people in the world probably still don't feel fulfilled or happy deep down i guarantee you if you go up to 80 90 percent of people most people really aren't truly happy 
from within, fulfilled with what they're doing and gratified and grateful for everything. There's so many people I feel in this world that aren't happy. And so it's just like, and that's something I've been reflecting because I am personally not, like I am very blessed and thankful for a lot of the things I have in my life, my job, my family, the people just around me and what I have going for myself right now. But on the other side, it's just like, this is just a level to it. Like Kobe trying to get to great, like I could take this up another level as well. This isn't even me trying my 100% hardest or focused or anything like that. And so I was like, why am I even doing these? Why don't I fill myself up? And that's a big reason why I was mentioning those books at the beginning and the piano is because I want to slowly start cutting those things out. Like I want to slowly completely get rid of video games. Like maybe in the future they'll come back or something, but for the next few months at least, I really limit my phone time. Um, not even sleep with it in the room anymore to that extent um, and start transitioning those um, things that I enjoy doing or at least my brain and dopamine hits are telling me I enjoy doing just things like reading more books that actually interest me and help me grow from these amazing people that have written down their knowledge into books whether it's self-development or I was going to order some books as well that are just like fantasy or um like cart not cartoonish but like a fantasy kind of book where it's a fiction book and um whatever is going on just to intrigue my mind right now it's just been self-development and the piano because after doing all this reflecting I was like well what do what do I want to do and I think that was that was a really hard question because and I think that's a really hard question for a lot of people it's just like so we never really sit back and ask ourselves, what do we want to do? In certain situations, maybe, for the grand scheme of things, whether we have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or, or someone else in our life, our family, it doesn't matter. They're kind of having an impact on you and your decisions. And this was the first time I really sat back during this reflection period this last week. Like, why, why am I letting all these external things impact me when I don't even know what I want for myself? I mean, I still want that retirement or at least to be, have that FU money by 35, as my mentor says, um, where I can kind of do whatever I want. I still, I will plan to continue working probably for the company I'm with now because it's such an amazing company. Um, but I'll probably have some side things going on like real estate and different things as well. But what do I really want? So those are kind of long-term goals. Like, what do I want now? And so through work and stuff, I'm working on those things and achieving that kind of F you money by 35. But like in my everyday life, like retiring and having that F you money, money is not going to bring me that happiness, that joy, that fulfillment. So, and maybe the property will help with that too, but that's so far out. I can't really rely on, five or a couple years from now five years from now having that property and stuff so that's where the books and the piano I really started reflecting I was just like let me really I have this long book list I've always wanted to learn the piano let me order this nice keyboard that uh, my friend recommended who plays and says sounds closest thing to a piano let me order these books and detox these other things and really get into a routine and so 
um, I really want to get into this after this water fast today. I'm finally going to eat later today around noon. Um, it's in the morning right now, 6, 6 a.m. here at my local time. And so I really want to start tomorrow uh, with that routine because the keyboard should be coming in, um, detoxing a lot of these things completely for a while, and just focusing on work, reading, the, learning the piano, and working out. Those are kind of my four main focuses. Uh, obviously, right now I can't go to the gym, so I'll continue the home workout and kind of intensify them now that I'll be back to food energy. Um, I haven't wanted to increase them too much because I've been fasting. But I was like, those are the things I'm willing to sacrifice. I even have a list I put together um, that's right here next to me. Actually, I think put it, yeah, I put it in here in the Kobe Bryant book right next to me. Um, what things am I willing to sacrifice and what do I want? I have that list out right here next to me. And so it's like the PlayStation, the phone, um, some wasted energy on some people um, doing that and just different dopamine things. And what I wrote down what I want is uh, just to be very open and transparent with you guys is basketball. I want to play again. That's something I've definitely missed, especially obviously reading this Kobe Bryant make Kobe Bryant book makes it a little bit easier to miss it. Um, but it was something I've been playing since I was six years old until I was 20 something. 21 was the last time I seriously played. And so that's 15 years of my life. I loved basketball. Um, I never took it as seriously as I maybe could have to get as good as I could have. But I definitely miss playing. It gave me a lot of clarity and made me a lot of great friends through the life and through the world. And so that's something in the coming months um, I'll be focusing once we're away from this lockdown. Obviously, it's something I can't do now, but that's one of my goals. Uh, success in work. Um, I feel like I've been rather successful, but I know I could take it to another level. So that's where when I cut out some of these things, I think I'll have more focus on work and get into that. Um, I want to continue doing this podcast. Um, I really enjoy this. I enjoy talking about the different lessons. I hope to finally bring more people on as well in the future. And even if not, it might just be me, um, whether it's here on this podcast or who is someone listening on YouTube. I want to continue this. Um, we'll maybe expand into other topics, not just specific life lessons. Um, maybe we'll run out of those one day. Who knows? I feel like I've been on a pretty good roll with some good ones, but we're only seven in so far. Um, but the podcast is one thing. And then just general self-improvement, like the reading, the piano. I want to meditate more and work on my spirituality. I actually want to learn how to become a better cook. I mean, I can cook some pretty good food, I would say now, but I feel like I'm limited to a set amount of recipes and a set amount of spices and and foods that I can cook. I kind of want to broaden my horizon on that. I'm very versatile, well-rounded. My mother and my grandmother, um, they're both amazing cooks. So um, I think it's a great opportunity to learn, visit them and learn from them more. So that's another thing. Um, that's kind of the whole list. And so, and, and one thing I realized is some of these things aren't always gonna be fun. Like the basketball, it's probably the number one fun thing for me, honestly. Um, I loved that. enjoyed it. I could play every day, um, at least back in the day. Now, don't really have anywhere to go, play nearby at least. And so the rest of them aren't, though, that dopamine hits-wise. I don't even think basketball is really that I don't know. But 
I realized that yes, this won't always be fun. Um, but, but the journey isn't always about having fun every single day. Like we all have down days, we all have bad days, but if I'm focusing on these things that I want to do and I know are improving me as well, then it's, and this is something Kobe said as well. It's really more about the journey. So him, it wasn't about becoming a hall of famer. He wanted to become the greatest of all time, but to do any of that, he had to focus on every single day focus and really be present. And so, and he even had a a coach, Phil Jackson, who was very um, Buddhist, like he taught meditations and Zen and different things like that. And Kobe realized he already had some of those things. Like he wouldn't even listen to music. He literally said he would sit there in the locker room and before the game and really just use the energy from the environment around him to get him going. Um, He did listen to music sometimes, he said, but that was really his main thing. He would have headphones even on just to have people leave him alone. But he would just absorb the energy from the environment. He didn't need some external thing. I think that's that's really powerful um, because that allowed him to focus every day on his journey and those waking up. And, and now all this, he said, is worth it, that people are motivated by everything he did and where he's become. He obviously doesn't regret anything and those waking up early and stuff like that. But that was all part of the journey of where he wanted to get. He reversed engineered the dream that he had and he broke it down into steps. And then he started at the beginning and he knew he had it to work harder than anybody else because he wasn't the quickest. He wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the most explosive. So he had to learn other things. Like he had all those things and he wasn't, below average or anything it was still above average i would say but he had to work so much to get to that level if he didn't work so much he wouldn't be considered one of the greatest players of all time and so but he enjoyed that journey as well because he loved basketball and he loved what he did and doesn't mean he loved every day i'm sure he didn't love waking up at 3 a.m and working out every day but he did it because that was part of the journey. And I, I think that's what I want to really use as well is, yes, reading every day for me or maybe playing the piano and stuff like that and meditating aren't the most fun every day for me. But I know over time as I do them consistently and I work on them, they're going to improve my personal life a lot. And I think that could work for anybody is if you're able to sacrifice these things, whatever they are, these dopamine hits, that aren't really doing much for you and actually move over into something that you want to do and have the right mentality going into it, then I I think a lot of things can change in a positive way. Obviously, again, the day-to-day won't be that amazing always. There's going to be good and bad days as as anything in life, but at least you know you're working to something, you're improving, you're learning these things. Like I'm thinking how amazing it would be that I can actually play Beethoven or Mozart or or some crazy classical music on the piano that's just sounds so beautiful and that's just me playing or the amount of knowledge I'll get from all these books I'm going to read or the more presence I get through meditating and being present in a lot of more moments um how much more physically healthy I'll be by eating healthier and working out more and these are all things that I think are going to make my personal life a lot better in the, not just in the future, but also every single day that I do them because it's about those baby steps. 
And one, one thing I also wrote down here is, and I think I got this from the book as well, I think maybe a different book, but it even mentions about the dopamine. That's why I wanted to bring that up so often in this book, because I think it's so vital. And it says life isn't about dopamine and the short-term hits you get and the satisfaction, satisfaction that you get from those. And that's very true and I think very powerful because life really isn't about those short-term dopamine hits of checking your phone and going through Instagram and Snapchat or playing video games or whatever it might be for you. It's really about like, what is your purpose? What are you doing? What do you want to do with your life? And then go chase after it, um, whether it's part-time, full-time, whether it's your career or passion or hobby, it doesn't matter. I would just say, go for it, reflect, break it down and go for it. Um, but you have to have a plan as well. That's, that's what I've been creating this last week is a plan for this. Um, I know this podcast is slowly running. I think we're at about 30 minutes over. So one, one last thing I wanted to bring up um, to end this. And we've been talking this whole time about sacrificing things. We've been talking about instant gratification and dopamine. Um, one of the last things I wanted to bring up is actually a study I've seen on multiple YouTube videos now on the dopamine I've been discussing. And I want to bring this up is because I think out of all this, the sacrifice is a lot easier to make when you understand what you're sacrificing um, because the dopamine the dopamine's hits and you guys can look into it, but there was actually scientific studies they did on, on rats, obviously not humans, but rats. And it was very interesting to see the study conducted because I believe there was, and I might butcher this. You guys will have to look this up yourself as well, but they put, uh, they put dopamine into rats and none into the other ones. And the ones they gave dopamine highs, um, they put in front of a maze to get food. And I believe those ones didn't go for it at all because they had their dopamine high. They felt like they didn't need anything else. Whereas the other ones that were clear and free and focused, um, they went through the maze, found the food and ate it. And I think they had multiple studies. They even put like electric, a little like electric pad down and then on the other side was the food. And so um, some of them, or there was even a lever um, that gave you a dopamine high. So some of them that weren't used to the dopamine, they didn't even go after it. But the other ones who already have been on the dopamine would go over this electric pad and hit the dopamine button <laughs> because they were addicted to it. Or um, there was one last one, it was even mentioned that there was a dopamine button as well. <clears throat> And the rats would literally just sit there and hit the dopamine button until they were exhausted. Literally just sit there and keep hitting it and hitting it to get that, that hit, get another hit. I want another hit. Almost like a drug, it felt like, how they were explaining it. So they're just hitting it and it's giving them boosts until they were exhausted and they couldn't even hit it anymore. <clears throat> and then when the food was laid out, they didn't even care about it. They would, when they had energy, they'd go back to the dopamine hits. And so I, I think that's so crazy. I mean, it's a rat, obviously. It's not a human being. But we both have dopamine receptors. And to show you, yes, the rat is a very extreme example. But I think it just showed me very powerfully, like, wow, like an animal would really sit there and just keep pushing this button, even if it's starving. If someone fed it, they said, 
it would eat. But if the food was laying somewhere in the corner or something, it would keep going after the dopamine thing. It was just kind of crazy how powerful that dopamine is and how unfulfilling it is as well. Because I mean, think about the rat. He's literally starving, not doing anything, but hitting that button. And so it's it, it just kind of, that one really hit me really hard. I would recommend you guys actually look into the studies yourself so you can have it unbutchered and listen to it. Um, but there's been multiple scientific studies and those really hit me over the last week or two, listening to those, reflecting a lot. And that's where I got to this point with the sacrificing and the instant gratification, because that is what dopamine is. It's instant gratification. And so that kind of wraps up the episode. Um, these are the sacrifices I'm doing, what I plan to do from them. Um, I love reading about this in the Kobe book and learning more and more things from him, the respect and vision and planning he had, like it was meticulous. And so I don't think, I mean, he's taking it literally to an all time great level, but if we can even just piggyback and take some of that half a quarter, I think we'd all be better off in our life. And, and I personally want to take this and these sacrifices to, to better myself. I mean, we're all on this lockdown together. I hope everybody out there is safe and healthy and, and able to uh, hopefully stay home or um, maybe some of you guys have to work. I'm sorry. I hope at least still able to stay healthy and safe. But we all have a lot of, I think, extra free time now. And, and I think if... <clears throat> if everybody can come out of this a little bit better, I think that'd be amazing. I mean, that's the approach I took. I started the quarantine kind of just lazy, watching a lot of Netflix, playing more games and not knowing what I was doing to now I'm just like really focused and trying to make these changes and sacrifices. So when all this ends and even going beyond when it ends, because it will at one day, we'll get through this and we'll come up stronger and so I want to come out of this as a, a better me, a better version of me, um, and continue down this path. This isn't just for the next couple of weeks, but this is something I hope to implement going into the future as well um, and continue, <clears throat> excuse me, continue holding on to and using. So, so that wraps up the episode. I, I appreciate everybody listening today, tuning in. I think it was a little bit of a longer episode than normal. Um, but again, I appreciate all you guys. I think this was a really important podcast. I think making some sacrifices in your life is also a challenge and getting rid of some of the instant gratifications. It's not always fun, but life isn't always about just having fun. Um, I think that's what we're sold on social media and different things that these celebrities and people are always having fun because you're just getting a glimpse of these moments. But what we don't see is all the hard work or other things that they're doing as well that aren't always as fun. And so I think we have to just have that realization. That's where the reflecting has happened and make some sacrifices. So maybe you have more of those fun moments, but you're also doing more what you want to do. So I'm going to leave it on that. Um, this is episode seven of Henry's Life Lessons discussing sacrifice. And we're also discussing instant gratification. I appreciate all you guys. Any feedback or anything else, I would really appreciate it. Um, welcome to hear anything. I hope everybody stays safe, stays positive. We're going to make it through this. Again, this podcast is about bringing great positive vibes and energy out there. Maybe distract you guys a little bit during this time as well. So everybody have a great day. And till next time. Bye-bye.